I'm your host, TCM Chef Raphael, with information that is science-based and current with today's medicinal research. My aim is to instill into your mind and heart a curiosity that can root solutions to your lifestyle and eating choices. So dive with me into the next topic. Hello everybody, this is my second podcast and I'm already attempting to have a studio visitor and it's one of my best friends, Carmen, joining me today. Hello, Carmen. Hi, Raphael. I'm Carmen. Nice to be here. So I thought for today's topic, we're going to pick on kidney stones because that's something you experienced and I was there throughout the entire process of you dealing with it and coping with it and coming to conclusion with it, I guess. Yes, I usually have kidney stones often. And I remember the last time I had them, I came to you and I asked you for so many questions, which you helped me a lot. I'm happy to hear that I could be of help. Let's first introduce where we actually know each other from. If I remember correctly, it was through Dr. Jim. Yes, I worked with Dr. James Lee for 30 years. And that's how I met you and I started working for you. And I remember right from the get-go, you complained about chronic back pain, I believe. That's how it started. Yes, that's how I started with my back pain. And I didn't know what it was. kind of had a feeling it was kidney stones, but I didn't know really. So I came to you and asked you questions, and you really, really helped me a lot. I think I pretty much, within five minutes, pinpointed that it could be kidney stones, and you needed to see a professional person to check it out and verify that. The way you explained that the pain was shooting downwards, that you had it at a specific time of a day, you had it mostly in the mornings too, and then you started to have um, frequent urination problems too, or acute, sorry for that. Yes, you did. Everything that you told me to eat, to do, I did it, and it helped me, but I still needed the surgery. But now I know. Every time I have a pain like that, I come to you and you confirm and I go with the doctor and exactly what you tell me, he tells me, you should be a doctor. I think the biggest problem here is that I sometimes have to correct even what the doctor is telling the patients and helping you with food oftentimes is a better solution than helping you with medicines or prescribed, you know, prescriptions that could cause other side effects, especially when it comes to the kidneys, because they are responsible for filtering out everything that you put into your system. That's true. I always believe more on natural things, food-wise, herbs, than medicine. I really don't like taking medicine. <laughs> Nobody really does, I guess so. I guess your kids even think that I'm a little weird because they don't know what our relationship is. Don't know if I am your friend, your secret lover, your, your food guru, or just a crazy person you're working for. That's true, because every time I tell my kids, oh, I went with Raphael, and they're like, what did he tell you today? But now, every time they have a problem, like a health problem, they're like, oh, can you please ask him? And the true, I ask Raphael, and I come to you and ask you, and everything that you tell me, it's true, because I tell them that you always said, I am not a doctor. I could just give you advice. And that all those advice you tell me, they all help us. I'm very happy to hear that. I'm happy that I can be of help. So let's go back to the kidney stones here. So explain a little bit. What is the pain about? And what did you feel in the beginning before you know there were kidney stones? What does it 
What does it feel like? It's a very sharp back pain, but it's towards your lower back. And it's very painful. It's, it's very hard to describe, but the pain, it's, um, it's so bad. It's bad. You can't even sit down. You can lay down. Nothing. You can't do anything. And for me, it was like, you feel like throwing up. It's, it's bad. It's bad. The pain is so awful, really. Like, sometimes I feel like I could just get something like, if I come here with you, I would wish I could get a knife and just stab my back and get that kidney stone out of my back. <laughs> it's bad. It's I'm going bad. to hide my knives from you from now on forward. Oh, please don't. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a sharp pain and it comes and it goes randomly. And I think what we tried to do in the beginning, we tried to find out what it is that you eat regularly that might cause it or interferes or makes it worth. And I pretty much believe my very first thing to you would be taking out salt, reducing the sugar intake, and then maybe look at how much calcium-rich foods that you consume. Yes, true. Yes, I cut on the salt and the sugar, cut on a lot of stuff that you told me, and it helped me a lot. Now, no more candies for me. Sorry, Raphael. Well, you know, I'm a sweet tooth. What can I say? So the temptation is always there. That's true. <laughs> I think another thing that we talked about was cooking your greens because raw greens contain a lot of minerals that you don't want to eat or consume while you have kidney stone problems. Yes, cutting the greens, even on the wheat. Yep. No more smoking. <laughs> <laughs> you have to bring that up with your kids. <laughs> oh, don't mention that, my kids. Oh, I always tell them, that you tell me that those things help too, but I don't know. Moderation, my friend, moderation. <laughs> <laughs> so now what happened next? So then they had used for surgery, I believe. Yes, I had surgery. They, um, what they did, um, I, I'm not sure, you know, doctors language and all that stuff. They snapped the kidney stones so they could, uh, they, some of them came out. And then they put a stent on me. It's so uncomfortable. I'd rather have something between my legs than that. That's all very uncomfortable, <laughs> believe me. Sorry, but uh-uh. it's, It is embarrassing. But I think what they did, they zapped it in little pieces and then it had to pass through your system. And I think they warned you that that could scratch on its way out and cause blood in the urine. Yes, you used the right language. That's what they told me, which is, I, you know, doctor's language. I don't understand, but you do. I understand you better than the doctors. Well, I'm trying to put it in a form where everybody can relate to it, you know. So there's kidneys left and kidneys right. And I believe you had them in both kidneys. They had I, stones in both kidneys. I sure did. I had it on both sides. On both of them, I had a bunch of them. I don't know. You know what? I'd rather go through having kids than having kidney stones. <laughs> that That's a statement. And you had a few of those. <laughs> four <laughs> quite enough <laughs> so now once the the big parts had passed and the stent came out did the kidney stones disappear they did but now i have to be careful because they could come back because the doctor said that my body makes the kidney stones which i am i don't really understand how can my body make the kidney stones well as they did it the first time around it's probably the foods that we eat most likely and the waters that we drink when the doctor explains that your body is the cause of it i like to use an analogy that we use in buddhism and it says if the flowers 
are not healthy in the flower pot, you change the environment, not the flower. And I think that's the same with the body. If your body is producing something or not doing correctly, it's better to change the environment than changing the body. Modern medicine is just everything is medicines to change your body. But I think the environment is equally as important. And so in your case, it would be the intake, what you drink, what you eat, and that can cause that, even psychological. True, that's what the doctor told me. But I go with what the doctor tells me, but I always come to you as a second opinion. I know you're not a doctor, but I love how you explain to me everything. And I understand it better with the, with you and then what the doctor tells me. But, you know, I'm taking it day at a time. I also like to think that it's the individualized approach. I can adjust a bit better. I know you as a friend, so I know your habitual behavior. We go out and eat together, so I see what you do and how you do it. And then I can explain it maybe in words and have more time also to spend with you to explain to you things. You know, it's like visiting me every week or every two weeks and having sort of a consultation helps me and helps you to adjust to what the need is and how we can actually tweak your intake and your food consumption. Yes, yes. And I thank you a lot for all the advice that you always tell me. Like when I came to you and told you about what happened to my son, changing the topic, my son had a motorcycle accident. And right now he's in a wheelchair. He'll walk, but it's taking time. And every advice and everything that you tell me, everything when he goes with the doctor, that's the same thing they tell him. So I don't know. You're a Buddha, a God, something. Uh, but there's something like on you that you, you have. Every advice that you tell me, my kids even tell me, what kind of a relationship you have with him? I'm like, well, like he said, he's your father. Oh, that's super sweet. Thank you. You're such a nice guy. Such a nice guy. Thank you so much. So now the question is, are you changing your lifestyle forward because of the kidney stone experience? Are you adjusting like your food? And what is the foremost change that has happened in your food intake since? Well, now I eat more greens and drink more water. Kind of mix it with a little bit of drops of a lemon. But I have to change a lot of things, which it's it kind of like hard for me because as a Hispanic woman, we eat a lot of spicy food. Well, I do. I do. I don't know if that has to do with for the kidney stones, but I changed a lot of things. There's a very old belief that a little bit of vinegar in the morning <clears throat> and parsley actually dissolves kidney stones. And there are modern researchers done, and there's enough on the internet to Google it and find it out that actually supports that. There is something to that, that certain plants have the ability to help us dissolve or diminish or or shrink the existing kidney stones if you have them. And modern medicines, it seems to me there's doctors out there that actually confirm that now too and ask patients to participate in an alternative approach. Yes, it's true. You, this is the second time you tell me about the vinegar Apple vinegar, apple vinegar that you told me about it. It's very good. I mean, it doesn't taste good, but it does help. And it's true. It's true about it. I would think the taste of apple vinegar is less dramatic than giving birth. Just to uh, use your own analogy. I don't know about that. <laughs> well, I don't want to know. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> Carmen, it's super, super sweet that you came to the studio and participated in my experience and helping me learn podcasting thank you so much thank you for the invitation and good luck on everything 
And I hope you have no more kidney stones. I think you still have a few. Yes, I had my follow-up and they told me I have one on my right side and two on my left. So here we go again. Hopefully they dissolve or something happens. If it is of any comfort to you to know that if ever somebody tries to get rid of your body and puts you in acid, everything will dissolve except the kidney stones. And that's your DNA. So we can find you. <laughs> I know that's true. <laughs> it's unfortunately true. <laughs> No fingerprints. <laughs> yeah, I will wear it on a stone on my finger, okay? <laughs> Good luck and everything, and thank you for the invitation. And thank you for being here. Have a most beautiful day. You too.